What's up, dicks and chicks? This is your boy, Jay Stu. Welcome to the... What? Dicks and chicks? What the fuck? I mean, it encompasses everybody, like, dicks and chicks. Some people have both, actually. Remember the rumors no about comment. Sierra? Allegedly. Allegedly. I said rumors. That's insane. Whatever. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the fourth episode of Take a Shot to This Podcast. Yes. The podcast that gives you weekly updates to what's going on in the world. We discuss recent events, what we're currently watching, from the latest TV shows and movies, our choice of artists of the week, the ever-so-controversial white privilege topic where we discuss all types of privileges, and, of course, situations. Once again, I'm your boy, Jay Stu, and you can find me on all social media platforms at the underscore jewelry underscore show. And sitting next to me with his coarse hair, it's going to be most wanted. <laughs> Let him know. Naturally. Nick, come on. Come on, natural. natural. All right, most wanted here. Stiff what? Stiff what? Shake, bitch. (laughs) Shout out to that little girl. (laughs) (laughs) Love her. But look, most wanted here, eight underscore eight at Instagram. I noticed last week y'all kind of listened to my message, so I got a couple more followers. (laughs) (laughs) The shameless plug worked. I I did. Facebook, um, what's my name on Facebook? Nigga, most wanted? No, Shawnee most wanted crony, actually. It's not most wanted? No, it's Shawnee most it's wanted. Shawnee most is wanted. it an alias? Because I feel like I type in most wanted and you come up. I mean, the most wanted in the middle name, so it might come up. Oh. So, Shawnee mm-hmm. most wanted. Chrome. That's called okay. that search engine optimization. Yeah. All right, yeah. two-time. Tell them where they can find you at. Hey, you can find me at Give It 2 x on Instagram. You can also follow all of our pages on Tech Shop Pod at Instagram as well. Yep. And then also, what we need from y'all is, is we need y'all to hit that subscribe button on um, on mm-hmm. iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, you get mm-hmm. the alerts to the pop up. We can stop. We can stay out your inbox. Tell you, did you listen? Did you listen? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So you can just Let go get get the alert. Mm-hmm. So make sure you hit subscribe. Make sure you share it with somebody else as well. Because I've been on y'all doors like a Jehovah's Witness. Ooh. Do you hear me? Like y'all gonna listen to this podcast? All right. <laughs> Have they been answering the door? The more and more y'all <laughs> listen, the less I gotta keep showing up in your inboxes. Half a dead motherfucker. Wow. <laughs> Wow, you meant that. I was trying to think of the line, but I, I can't don't remember think of it. <laughs> Esther, her old ass. She's dead now, I'm sure. Well, ooh, okay, let's, I'm sorry, Esther. Lord, let rest her rest. Rest her soul. Let her rest. She I mean, it happens. Death is a part of life. It is. Her and Red Fox up there doing lines, probably. Wow. Oh, was always, he on the five heartbeats? You always go so I far. I don't know. He was on that. Okay, he was on the Sanford and Son. Remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually been watching that lady. Come on on uh, TV one. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Pop, oh pop! I can't stand Lamont his whining ass. Who the fuck is you know? Talk about it and uh, what you watch a second. I ain't watching that shit. So what we're gonna do first <laughs> is to move on to everybody. What happened this week? What did y'all do? Um, me, I actually had a boring week. I don't think I did anything. Like I, I don't remember doing nothing. Nothing noteworthy. Nothing at all. Um. <laughs> I went to a little, uh, <laughs> a little, uh, what do you call it, Halloween situation, mm-hmm. and I was not dressed up. I wasn't here for it, but it was some interesting costumes. You know, everybody want to be a superhero. It's about ten Black Panthers. And you know, then, black people get creative during Halloween. Wakanda was all you out there. You know what? The most creative one I seen was actually from um, Jay Stu's favorite show, what Martin is Lawrence. That? Oh. Somebody had there was an episode where um, Gina got oh, her head stuck the, in the bed yeah, frame. I seen that. Oh my God! I did not see that. Is there a picture somewhere? I don't know, but I know he won the contest. Actually, yeah, actually, he, he didn't do that good. You just knew where it was from. 
Like, that's still creative. He could have did though. better. No, that but, was, that's pretty. But creative. for this for this nigga to bring a whole fucking bed frame in the club, I, first I was like, "You stupid as hell." But picture trying to picture trying to twerk or get twerked on with a motherfucking you bed frame. Well, you, on at least your you can head. hold on to the bed frame if you. That's a good point. Hold me up, bro. I actually wasn't impressed. <laughs> hold that bed frame up. Hold me up, bro. Bed frame. It was also a, uh, somebody was dressed up like the genie, like from Aladdin. I'm a genie. It's gonna be a lot of those. A lot of blue paints. It's gonna be a yeah, lot of Yeah, that'll be year. hot next year. Yeah. Watch. Mm, so actually, you know, um, I seen set it off. Oh like, yeah, they, they made it to the shade room. That's a uh, shout out to you, Thomas and uh, Louis and friends that made it to the shade <laughs> Do you room. You know the friends. I don't know the friends. Listen, not always making it to the shade room is a good thing. I mean, they, weren't they like ripping them apart mm-hmm. in them comments? I mean, because they were black gay males that were just like. You know, stoniness. Do we we'll know that word? Them, or let's shout them, them like out it. for having creative and good costumes. And the, let's not I mean, shout that's them. what it was about. Like, let's not shout them out for making a shade room because that's not always a compliment. Well, that was it. That's what it was about, though. I saw the. Post. I don't. I don't think they put them up there as a compliment. It was definitely a compliment. The shade, shade room. The shade room caption wasn't bad. It was the comments in the section that were crazy. And I mean, they got a lot of good praise. People just focus on the negative. Comments. Well, people love that movie, and it was actually. I think it was. It was a nice economical. Comment. Yeah, and even you know he did. Yeah. The, he did the whole thing where he was like cutting. You know where Stony had her break. I said Stony. Yeah. I, I, oh, that was them. Yeah. The same one. Yeah, same His one. Said he did the way. music and two. everything. Hey, I saw. I did see an interesting video on there about like you know after you check your bank account. After homecoming, yeah, 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 they was going in though. I ain't gonna lie, they was going in. They was going in. Those were actually really dope. They was going in. (laughs) But they did that though. I'm gonna get that to them. They did that. That's what's up. Y'all did Halloween. Did Jada like it? What'd you do this weekend, Jay Stu? I worked this weekend. Had a couple of meetings. I actually did. You fire anybody? Mm, No, I didn't fire anybody. Not this week. No, it's just been kind of a chill week. Um, everybody who does have a job with full-time benefits, open enrollments coming up. Please make sure you do your due diligence and get signed up. Ours just closed. Ours just closed. Ours started on Monday. Right. And you know what we got now? Pet insurance. And all my employees are super excited about that. That's some South shit for sure. They're not excited about it. I was being sarcastic. It'd be like that. Oh. Um, but yeah, so that was that. So outside of that, what we're going to do right now is going to be good old current events. Two times is going to let us know what's the buzz. What's going on What's out the there? Buzz. Okay, so strippers, you know, they've done a lot of good things. Yeah, I love them strippers. On the pole. Yeah, I love them strippers. You know, hey, some of them slide down. Shit. If you go to, I think it's KOD in Miami, mm-hmm. this, this one girl, they slide down like a 100, 100 foot stripper pole down there. Huh. They talented. That's that's definitely a talent. They talented. You can't sleep on the strippers, you, though. You can't. You, you know, some of, some of them got, some of them turned to like, you know, platinum artists like Cardi B. Okay. She's one. You know, when I fell on hard times, well, when, I, when I thought I, yeah, I actually called them and everything. I had an interview and I was just like, do I have to get naked? And they was like, yeah. Well, bitch, if you're stripping, I would, I would. Think I've been to strip clubs part. where you don't have to get butt ass naked. Well, we are not in Indiana anymore. Okay. In Atlanta, they want to see that ass. I mean, and I'm sure they would, but I just wasn't ready for that shit. I didn't want to be like diamond on the players club. <laughs> Professor walk in, daddy I, walk in. I'm nervous. I, I ain't want to do it, but I mean, I thought about it. You know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Well, you know, you gotta you gotta get those checks. What's the buzz? buzz? After an intense nationwide manhunt, the arrest of a Florida man who authorities believe is connected to numerous mail bombs sent to high-profile people the past few days. These are not hoax devices. 
The suspect, Caesar Sayoc, appeared to be a supporter of President Donald Trump. On the side of a van connected to him that authorities confiscated were stickers praising the president and other stickers of opposing lawmakers through the scope of a gun. On Friday, before the suspect was arrested, mail bombs were directed at Democratic Senator Cory Booker and the former Director of National Intelligence James Clapper. Previous days, mail bombs have been sent to former presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, as well as prominent Trump critics such as George Soros, actor Robert De Niro, and John Brennan. Is it bad before they found this guy? I was I was expecting him to be a white male. No, I mean, I think, that was I think he expected. identified himself as a white male. But, but they I don't. think, what, he's an uh, Indian or something, American no, Indian or something? He's a Filipino. His dad is Filipino. His mom has Italian descent. So Filipino, Italian, American. Y'all know what cat cat White say. with a color hey. red. If they ain't black, they white. I forgot to tell you, on one of them damn windows, he got like Toby Keith on there, the country singer. Like he was, he was really showing that he was proud to be an American, I guess. I don't know how when he was broke. Well, he I, was broke, but I hope he continues to be proud to be American while he's locked up in those American jails. Next story. He's facing 48, 48 years in prison right now. Wait that. a minute. Hold on. Hold it. Hold it. Hold mm-hmm. it. This motherfucker tried to blow up a ex-president mm-hmm. and vice president mm-hmm. in good old Maxine. Two, two and this motherfucker <laughs> only got 48 years? No, 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 no. They said he's facing up to 48 years. I mean, he's going to be dead to, in jail. Wait, up wait, to, he, wait, he, he wait. got other charges mm-hmm. that they haven't necessarily uh, right. put on him yet. And, so and, then, and then when they swooped, That's just as of now. When they swooped down on him, he was like, oh, I've never meant to hurt anybody. And, was, they, and they determined, they determined yeah. that those bombs are, they're actually like They were bombs. legit, but they, wow. they were real bombs. They were real bombs, but they weren't like, um, what's it, what do you call it? Activated? They were only going to get this motherfucker 48, up to, up to 48 years. But they, they haven't found, like, they haven't charged them with everything they can charge them with yet, though. But, but you know what's crazy to me? Ain't none of these people on this list going to check their motherfucking mailbox. They was going to blow up Rosalinda. They going to throw up uh, uh Oh, don't do Tap that. We're, we're not going to make it seem like everybody out there just have maids and servants. Oh, you don't think they shit. do? Well, you know them, the... Once you president and stuff like that, you, you have service. secret service for yeah. life. So I mean, I, I think, think actually both of those, oh, the secret the service, service is, yep. is the one who found it. The secret service intercepted it. Yeah. So, so that somebody just got a Christmas bonus <laughs> for doing your job. <laughs> mm-hmm. You you know what though? At first, I was gonna applaud our forty five for his quote that he said. Um, he said, "In times, in these times, we have to unify. We have to come together and send one very clear, strong, unmistakable message that acts." Or threats of political violence of any kind have no place in the United States of America. Um, Ivanka also said, had a quote as well. Um, but later on, Trump tweeted that Republicans are doing Republicans are doing so well in early voting and at the polls, and now this bomb stuff happens, and he put it in quotes, and the momentum greatly slows. News not talking about politics. Very unfortunate what is going on. Republicans go out and vote. Like the fuck? I didn't see that tweet. He fucking backpedaled like a motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, that's rough. Luckily, nobody was hurt um, with that one. So enjoy the slammer. What's the buzz? Yeah. buzz, yeah. buzz. Enjoy that. What else happened? Um, so actually, on a more serious note, um, there's a synagogue in Pennsylvania um, on Saturday, October 27th in the morning. Um, some Jewish uh, people were enjoying. Uh, there's Sabbath day 
um, at the Tree of Life Synagogue, and it's located in um, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And actually, in the community that it's located in, it's called like Squirrel Hill. Um, it has the probably a third of the Jewish population in Pittsburgh area um, resides there. Well, a quarter, 26 percent, and then another thirty-one percent in surrounding areas. And so, what Man. happened was, <laughs> what are we talking about? We talk. We talk about. We talk, oh about, we talk about the synagogue. <laughs> So, so at 9.54 a.m., a 911 um, call was placed to report this tragic, tragic event that happened. Um, 46-year-old Robert Bowers entered um, this place of worship. He had three handguns, an AR-15, and he was screaming out, like, anti-Semitics. And he opened fire into a crowd for several minutes. And so he killed um, 11 people prior to the police response. It's just sad the police time where you can't go worship without like you know being feeling safe you there's literally literally nothing that you can do at this point in america without having the thought of possibly somebody coming in and opening up fire like you have the school shootings you know Mm -hmm. we have church shootings now Mm -hmm. uh people getting blown up at races um clubs like you literally cannot do anything without the thought of somebody coming in and shoot up it's just it's not safe anymore One thing that I do, oh God. no, I'm for real. You always see the door. I always look for the exits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is cra- That is that is true. Because in times like these, um, it, it really makes you think for for a while. Um, but these people were not. These people got up on Saturday morning. Were thinking yeah. they were going to go worship. You know, weren't even thinking about anything but worship. They were probably thinking about, hey, what are we going to do afterwards? We're going to go get something to eat and fellowship with our friends and family and. Lo and behold, someone enters this synagogue, Robert Bowers. And I'm tired of these motherfuckers referring to him as Mr. Bowers in the news. It's quite, it's quite annoying. Yeah. Enters in and opens fire on people. Um, 11 people were killed. So he tried to leave. I mean, it was very quick. It was a, a, a couple minutes. Um, once the 911 call was placed, the response was, was very quick from the SWAT team. Did he end up getting a shootout with the... Uh, he did. Yeah. He did. He was trying to exit, and he went back in, got on the third floor. And just think, if you were one of those people that were in that synagogue, yeah. as this man who you thought was exiting <laughs> came right back in, I mean, the thoughts running through your head are probably <laughs> crazy as fuck. <laughs> no, mean, it, like, just think, if you'd be like, oh, damn, like, at least he's gone. Right. And you get up, gone. you know, to, you know, get Sunday pearls oh, up. Bitchy back. And then it's like, oh, shit, <laughs> motherfucker, like, you thought right. you were safe. Like, sorry. Right. Sorry. You, you, you thought you were, but you're not. <laughs> You know, you know, gotta so, be quicker than that. You like, know, you know what? Oh my God! I, you know what? I don't endorse I'm that. Sorry. I don't endorse that I'm statement. So I do not endorse that statement. I do not endorse that statement. But anyway, so he got, he, so he got into his, he barricaded himself on the third floor. Ooh, bitch, I'd have been so mad. <laughs> Damn it, you again. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's back. Really? He's back. Oh yeah. Okay. So anyway, he got in a shot. He cut got in a shootout with the <laughs> cut him off. He got in a shootout with the SWAT team and police officers. Four officers were wounded, and then I guess eventually he had enough, so he uh, surrendered and was taken to the hospital to treat some um, gunshot wounds. Couldn't really. Wait tell. a minute, they couldn't kill that motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, you know they don't kill the you, white people. You know, people. you know what? You know, you know what? what? <laughs> I, they don't shoot to kill with them. I don't want to say they. They, actually, they they should have. I mean, he killed eleven people. They worship him. I, I think that's exactly. I think that's quite like fucked said, up. They don't shoot to that's kill. That's quite them. fucked up. And then um, there was a uh, there's a social network platform called Gab. Did you guys hear about this part? Uh uh-uh. no. So it's a it's described as like a safe haven for alt right and white nationalists 
neo-Nazis and it promotes free speech or what's I, it stand I, for? I call it free I bet hate. you that's kind of fun. Gab? I don't think it's an acronym. Oh. It's not an acronym. It stands for Gab. So one thing we that I think is kind of like something that you have to be aware about with all these massive shootings mm-hmm. is these the specific guns, these AR-15s. Mm-hmm. And I say that because a lot of times if you look at these mass shootings and the people that, you know, are shooting these people, like, they're giving you the signs. Like, if you're checking their Facebook page, because we checking their Facebook pages after the shit didn't already right, happened. Right, right, right. Like, they give you warnings of, like, the people that they hate. They give you warnings of the shit that they're going to do. Yeah. And then, you know, we find out after, like, you have to look at this stuff. This stuff need to be monitored. Pay attention. I feel like, like, the AR-15, like, being a weapon of mass destruction, like, it needs to be some kind of background check done on stuff like this. I mean, and they make it bad for everybody, but because, like I said, it's kind of becoming a trend using this AR-15. Well, now you, one thing that I will say, because I, I, I halfway agree, you have to be careful with the whole monitor thing, because if we're being honest, like, that kind of get opens up the world into a whole other thing. Now, I get the extensive mm-hmm. background checks and but there was that been nothing they found. But him. when you go into a situation where, like, hey, at this point, we need to start monitoring everybody's Facebook and then everybody's emails That's and things true. like that, you're opening up this whole can of world where, it's like, hey, we still want our privacy as United. Like, you, you have to find a line of what it is that you're wanting. Not when to you give post up. on social media. Well, these people are posting it on social media for everybody to see. In my opinion, so what That's you're looking at, you're looking at then having to get somebody involved monitoring everybody's social media. And also, everybody's they were social media to... that's talking stupid. When them motherfuckers talking about, I hate this group of people, or I'm going to do this to this group of people, that stuff need to be taken seriously. So I thought it was crazy that they, you know, all of a sudden they now deactivated this man's, you know, profile. And also they went offline because of the hosting platform. So it was reported that, that, the, that the app itself is no longer active in the gap oh, gap okay. the social network but that was because the hosting providers weren't want to host it anymore it wasn't because they just up and elected to to like take it offline or whatever but this man had posted you know just a lot of stuff that was anti anti-jew anti anti-immigrant um he referring to them as invaders um, it was just a lot of stuff. I've seen a lot of anti-black, anti-white women that like black men. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was a lot of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know they all got the same haircut. What is the bob, the that uh, black bob. You know the, what's, what's the, the, hold on, what's, what the? It's swoop, like the, the half swoop. bang, like right over that <laughs> that eye, that one eye. Mm. You better hide your man if she come through. Oh, you talking about the white bitches? <laughs> yeah. Don't call them white oh, bitches. That's, sorry, that's not y'all. right. It, it, I didn't mean it like that, but you know what I mean. But these incidents, like happening at synagogues, just overall, like vandalism and and any and just violence and threats and stuff like that, it's increased fifty seven percent since two thousand and sixteen. Yeah, it's crazy. That's it's crazy. Just like, you have to for, for, for one religious group. You have to go to worship like with a gun or something to protect yourself. And do you want like, to really worship crazy. like that? That's, I mean, like, seriously, because if, if... Well, they do in Texas. But I remember well, growing up and, like, it's being security at the door and stuff I like think that. Security that is does one, happen. Security I, is one thing, but, like, when everybody's carrying that shit on their hip, like, 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 
that that makes because me feel uncomfortable. That kinda, okay, Y'all, so, you're, so you're not you're not a fan of that? No, because you don't know who is who. Now, everybody got a damn gun. Then that, the shootout, everybody gonna start shooting this Wild Wild West. It's like, but look, it made it's it, crazy. It it, it kind of reminded me like so. I don't know. If recently, I heard. I don't want to change the story necessarily, but it just reminds me of that because recently the story. I don't know if y'all heard of the two the older black uh, couple that had got shot down in Walmart parking lot. And it was like this white man that um, he went actually before he found those two people at Walmart parking lot. He went to a black church and they wouldn't let him in. So they wouldn't let him in. So he ended up going to I I don't know if he randomly picked Walmart or what, but he actually ended up going to Walmart and a black couple in the parking lot. Like he just killed them dead in the parking lot. So it's like originally so, he went to that black wait, church and you don't know wait, he had the gun. So he probably wait, was, it would have been wait. another situation. Can we talk about the fact that this nigga had a plan B? He had he had a plan. People B. are crazy. Like this is getting ridiculous. People are crazy. But that's what I the reason why I say that is because I feel like it's nowhere is safe. Like you gotta go to church strapped, you gotta go to work strapped. Is the, is the, being strapped is that the answer though? No, I think it's big. Uh, for you. I, I think it's I think it's bigger than that. We have had this country has had such a divide um, since 2016 has since, been the highest. I mean, it's, it's been, been the highest, forever, but, it, but it's been but divided I, for a while. When but, I say divide, or when I say 2016, I mean like the gun and everything. Like I, I'm these, just I'm just saying we're like super extreme, and it's okay yeah. for people to have you know different views. But at some point, you know, red or blue, whatever that that shit. Honestly, as as a greater whole for me. As humans, as a population, in order for us to move forward, we have to put aside differences. Like this whole shit with the the uh, the politically motivated bomb threats, and then there was a Republican office that at, that four shots were fired at. You know, it's just not the answer. Like this is fucking politics at the end of the day. You know, there's something that's way more bigger than that for me. And I just feel like, yeah, we need to go out and vote. Definitely do that. But it doesn't need to come to a point where it's violence. Like that's fucking barbaric as fuck. We're supposed to be the United States of America. That stems around the leaders, though. Like I mean, we're the United States of America. Like that's what we're above. Like if we're being no, no, honest, no, we're that, not above it. that's absolutely in our history. Like that's how we decide to retaliate with everything. Not even retaliate. That's how we move forward. With everything. That's what we know. Like there's something that'll go our way. What do you do? You, that's when, the first thing you want to do is throw your hands up. These people are just taking it a step further. And I'm not okay. Exactly. Yeah. So let's not, let's not pretend like that's not the culture that this country has unfortunately set for the past X who knows how many decades. Oh, wow. Centuries. So, so yeah. like, I'm going to ask this question. Do y'all think that this is these are just Lone Rangers? You know, your Cesar and your, you know, Mr. Bauer, you think that this is just some, some orchestrated shit? Or you think that they did it on their, on their own? Because the timing is crazy as fuck. The thing is, like I said, when you have a leader of the free world that condones... Everybody like, not free. But okay, I hear you. I, but, you know, so when you have a leader of the free world, or like you said, everybody not free, mm-hmm. I know that. But that kind of condones, like, hitting reporters or, like, some You're of the... Free. <laughs> it's some people I still mean, sweat shots. Okay, like, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bitch wear. Enslaved. Enslaved mentally. Okay. Right. Didn't Kanye West tell you that? I, okay, so now we listening to that motherfucker. <laughs> you, know, you know not to bring him up on this podcast again. <laughs> My 
but I'm just saying as a leader, when you when you kind of condone certain things, mm-hmm. you you make it okay for your followers to go the extra mile and do shit like this. That's a good point. These people are so, crazy as fuck. If, they think if that, you see your mama out there stealing and doing the most, you're going to think that's okay, and that's something you're going to move forward exactly. with. Exactly. What the fuck? <laughs> Two times about to get put off these motherfucking don't, don't, mics. Don't, don't put me off. Don't put me off. All right. But All right. No, no, that's, that's definitely some good information. So, listeners, definitely reach out to us. Take a shot pod on Instagram. Um, We want to know what you guys think. So And November 6th, you know, forget, don't vote. Vote. You know, you can do if early you voting. But don't early voting, voting vote. It, it is very 6th. important. Like, don't let any of this stuff, like, scare you guys no. from going to vote. Like, we still have a responsibility to do this and just, you know, do what you need to do. Vote on the issues. Vote for what you believe in and who you believe in. But this, this extreme research. They research your candidates. A lot of black people, for some reason, is to follow the leader. Well, not just us. Maybe. Well, so it's good to know everybody kind of has their own, like, political assessments or things like that. Mm-hmm. So that actually moves very smoothly into our next, next segment, which is going to be... The get to know your DJ segment. So hey, okay. we did find out from a lot of our listeners that they want to know more about us. So each week we will shine a light on one of us, one of the three DJs, and we'll ask them a series of questions just so you guys can kind of get a better feel of who we are. And this week we are actually turning the focus to most wanted. Most wanted. The senior citizen of the group. Hey. You know what? I'm going to take it. Absolutely. Wisdom. Have you got your AARP card yet? You own your (laughs) AIDS. No, but my mama just got hers. Shout out to Tina. Shout out to you, Tina. Love her. Okay. Um, Cool. So I'll actually go ahead and get started. Um, I'm going to start just a little heavy. Like, I'm I'm, I'm, hitting that heavy. Calm down. Okay. Okay. So tell us, what is one of your biggest characteristic flaws? Um... I, I would guess um, just hitting people. <laughs> <laughs> this ghetto bitch. <laughs> you know, as I get older, I'm a lot more mature, a lot more calmer, but I'm still not there yet. It's when was a, the last time you hit somebody? <laughs> it don't matter, but... Uh, bitch, that recent? It, it don't matter. Ha. You want to tell us about it? No, we do. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but I, I prayed oh, about right. it after, and you know, every time you know I put my hands on somebody, I'm like, you know what, Sean, you ain't have to do that. <laughs> I saw you posted something like that on your Instagram. <laughs> to be a oh, what was that about? It was like, it was a meme where like after you hit somebody, after you beat somebody up, like you was oh, like, I didn't have to I do feel, all that shit. I feel bad. You know what? The last person I like really beat up that I didn't know. Actually, I was with you, Jay Stu. Uh, don't you drag me to no, your this, bullshit. That's not even what I'm talking about. You an accessory. That's not even what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when we was at the club. <laughs> oh, my God. And, I, and that little Mexican jumped yeah. up and did like the <gasps> suck it. Um, was he really Mexican, though? No, he was. He, he was. Probably he was. Black he was. and Mexican mixed yeah. together. I don't know what he was. But okay. that was... <laughs> I really felt... <laughs> you know, after, I'm like, you know what? You didn't have to do that. In the club? You dragged him in the club? Yeah. Where was y'all at? I actually do not remember. I don't remember. That was a couple of years. But ago. I was like, you know what? You ain't have to do that. So I actually, I wasn't going to do it. But I was like, I, I felt like I should have So apologized. wait a minute. You thought about not doing it, but you didn't. No, I didn't think about not doing it. Because in, in the moment, I'm doing it. Because I ain't thinking. But after, I'm like, you didn't have to do that. That's all I'm saying. Well, we'll just fast forward that yeah. thinking a little bit. It happens. What, what question you got for him, Tuton? Okay. What is your greatest accomplishment to date? Ooh. I like that. Um, my greatest accomplishment to date, what I, um, I definitely say being in France, um, and because mm, bonjour, I, I, yeah, 
Wee mm. wee. Oui, oui. Parlay français. All, all them words. So, you know, I was in France for, how long was I in France? About six months. So I was in France, you know, I'm a chef too. So one thing that I did was I kind of, well, I was trained uh, in French cuisine. So I did that for a little bit. Okay. But French cuisine. French cuisine. Escargots and shit, snails and shit like that. But you know, a lot of people can say they lived in France for that long. So that was that was a big accomplishment for me. How long was you there for? Especially somebody months? coming from a different kind of background. Yeah. Okay. Did you ever thought you would like do that? Oh, and, I, and I actually wanted to, like, I'm like, I shouldn't do it. But, you know, I had some good friends that kind of like, no, go ahead and do it. This is, a lot of people don't get this opportunity, so. Right. You know. That's what's up. Glad you enjoyed that. Um, So, for a lot of people who don't know you or haven't picked up on it since we started this, we all know your favorite artist is the Miss K. Michelle. <laughs> yes. So, we'll We're actually twins. go, like, a you little. twins. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we'll go a little bit under that. Why don't you go ahead and give us the reason? Like, what is it that makes hmm. K. Michelle so relatable to you? Like, why is she your favorite? Um, okay. So, I actually um, knew K. before Love and Hip Hop. Wow. Um, but one thing that... So, like I always say now, a lot of times artists are successful because people buy into their personalities. Like, I'm a really big judge of character. So I automatically got, okay, like, this is a real genuine person. She has a story that I relate to. And mm. that's really what it's about. I related to her story. Mm. And that's really what it's about. So relating to her story plus being, plus her being talented, like, mm -hmm. it just drew me to her. Okay. So. Two times. Very good. Um, who's someone that you, oh, you just, you just gave us her. So you probably, who's, what? I was going to say, who's someone that you really admire? Outside of K, please. um, honestly, I really admire uh, probably my mom. Mm -hmm. Um, so I say my mom because, um, you know, my mom has a story, whatever. Her story, I always tell people to your story is part of your kid's story, mm -hmm. so part of her story is my story. But the things that she went through, uh, <laughs> what you got over there, Jason? <laughs> Cat Cat story and George? No, that's not mine. That, that, that's not <laughs> no, my, part that's of, not my I always ministry. tell people some of your that's not my like your parents' story is your story. To hell. It is. Like the things that your parents go through in life, like that's part of your story. So it might be told different because it's a different viewpoint, but this is part of my story. So I admire my mom's story. That's part of my story because you know she I seen her like I remember my mom being an early age of 24 years old. Mm. So I remember things like that. I remember what she went through as a younger parent and things like that. Um, I respect where she is now and the things that she had to go through. So just her. Shout out to Tina. We ain't going to get into it right now. But, yeah, definitely Tina. All right. Um, my last question for you is what do you do in your spare time that may surprise people? Um, Music. Um, one thing I kind of slipped up on recently is my music since I've been back from France. That don't surprise us. We know you're an artist. I don't think there's... An uh, artiste. People don't know that, though. Our listeners don't know that, though. Okay. Because I don't right. promote it a lot. All right. But definitely music. So That's most wanted beat that, that comes in and at you the know, very beginning of the uh, show, y'all. That's like, that, that intro beat is most wanted. Yeah, and you know it. I had interviews with Cash Money Records, um, with Sony Records, so like... Okay, bitch. Were there contracts? Were there contracts? It wasn't no contracts. Oh. Meetings. It was some artist development things that was going on that okay. I kind of, like I said, I, I kind of lost my way when I went to France, and I just haven't focused on it a lot. That's fair. All right, nice. All right, I got one more. It's me. Yeah, what's your Go one for one? it. Um, if a movie was being made on your life, who would play you and why? 
Mm, I like that. Um, oh, I know who could play you. Ooh, who? RuPaul. <gasps> Bitch. Oh. I ain't never put no damn wig on. He's just very talented. I thought he was a very RuPaul. talented individual. I ain't never putting, I ain't never dressing no damn drag. Well, no, I didn't say Ru had to put on the, I didn't say Ru had to put on the wig to when play you. you. Of, when you think of Ru, you think of him as as in drag, not as a man. Not okay. as, I withdraw my I ain't never seen a man as a man. The, exactly. A woman as a, uh, shit. Exactly. I'm trying to stop exactly. talking. Exactly. I ain't trying exactly. to, if we got some TGs out there that's listening, I ain't trying to, you know, discriminate. What's a TG? Transgender. Oh, that's like a nickname. It's not a nickname. It's what it is. Oh no! It, it, a TG is a nickname. Like I've never heard it called. You TG know what? Before. That, that might be derogatory. I take that. I withdraw my statement. Transgender exactly. isn't derogatory. I'm just saying because I shorten it. I ain't never heard nobody say TG, oh, okay. but I just I yeah, said I it just you know because I like nickname and shit. So TG. Uh, well, well, well this one I'm gonna change your question and, and I'm gonna just say this. A lot of times people. Um, they say my celebrity lookalike is um what's Cynthia baby daddy name? Peter from Five Heartbeats. Oh Leon. Leon. Oh, no, uh, uh, Leon. Oh, uh, oh Leon. Leon. Was it Fighting Temptations. Yeah, no. Leon. No, he's uh, from Five uh, Heartbeats. Leon. That's his name. Leon. Wasn't he in Wayne Tixell too? Yeah, he was in there too. That's that's my celebrity lookalike that people say. Okay, he could definitely thing. he could definitely play you most wanted. Yeah. Okay, he gonna need some tracks or something, extensions or something. <laughs> Well, for I have Corsair. had fades. For that Corsair. For the Corsair. I have had fades, so. I, ain't never, I know you for damn 10 years. I ain't never seen one no motherfucking fade. Well, you know, that's when you and um, Jay Stewart were in France. So, you know, I had a whole fade throughout the time. <laughs> <laughs> I seen them without a, uh, with the fade. What does it look like? Like a nigga with the fade. Okay. Okay. Oh, I want to see a picture face. later. You know, you should do a TBT this week on Take a Shot Pod. Oh, my God, I you will. should. I'm going to look for it. We one. should all do a TBT. You I'm, know, my, my fade picks is dope as shit, though. Look, I'm here for it. What? Okay. All right. So that's what's but up. But that was so, good question. Uh, definitely, I think you did We're it. We're going to take a shot to that. Well, I mean, yes, we can. We're going to take a shot to that. To take a shot to most one. To fade. I always take a shot to fade. Hold on. Take a shot. So damn clicky. Hold on, hold on. Let me take my drink. I just took my. This bitch over here spilling. Oh my lord! Everything's fine. Learn to take a shot, bitch. Lord, lord, lord. All right, y'all. So moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So definitely good to kind of hear most a little bit about most wanted. Yes. Uh, we'll probably circle right back next week and go to two times. So if you guys have any questions for two times, myself or most wanted. Definitely hit us up on Take a Shot Pod via Instagram. So, moving right along, guys. Next, we are going to get into what you are watching. Mm. So, I decided to take it back because reality TV has kind of been blowing me and my drama haven't given me full life just yet. So, mm-hmm. what I've actually been watching in all transparency is getting caught up on House of Cards. Ooh. So, people who mm. know me. That's my shit right there. People who know me. Yes. House of Cards is absolutely one of my favorite TV series of all time. Absolutely. If not, probably my favorite TV series. So, yes. uh, it's going to premiere the last and final season. Season six is going to premiere this coming Friday, November the second. 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 Um, the very unfortunate thing is, oh, Kevin Spacey's not going to be there. So, Frank Underwood, who was the lead character for the first five seasons, just to give you a little background, starts out this man pretty much climbing the political ladder. He literally steals, kills. Fucks, does whatever he needs to do to make his way up to the presidency. Mm. And I will actually go ahead and ruin this. He does eventually get there, and it's all about what he does to maintain that presidency once he gets there. 
Um, he's accompanied by his wonderful wife, Robin Wright. Uh, Claire Underwood. Love her. So she will actually be the focal point of season six. So I'm telling y'all right now, I will be binge watching all eight new fucking episodes when they release midnight on Friday. Are you taking a day off? And I will be talking about them next week. So. What? Absolutely. No, don't ruin it for me because I don't know if I'm going to have time to watch them all. Not my problem. So, if you do not want to know what <laughs> happens in season six of House of Cards, I suggest next week you fast forward through this segment. And that don't mean don't listen. That just <laughs> means fast forward through the shit. Uh-uh. But, uh, so, that's definitely what I'm watching right now. I'm very excited about it. Uh, all my House of Cards fans, definitely slide through the inbox. We can let's talk about it. And if you ain't if you ain't heard that theme song, have you ever walked through the airport and played that motherfucking theme song on your headphone? No, that's I'll be feeling like I'm Frank Underwood. I never bitch. got into House of Cards because I never got past like the first two episodes. I always and people, people always say that, it's but a I, slow. Have to go. I just couldn't. Because I was over it. It's a beginning. political drama, so mm-hmm. it's all about these introductions in the very beginning. You're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Right. Get past episode three, and you will not be able to turn it off. Yeah, you will not. All so. the good ones take a little so bit. So can Shout I start? To- can I start at four then? No. No, you need to watch no, it from the beginning. No, you need to watch it from the beginning. Shout out to my homegirl, Bridget. I definitely got Bridget hooked, and she was not able to turn off the first season. So mm-hmm. I do need a new show to binge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what y'all watching, though? Planning to watch anything um, Like I said, uh, I had a very boring week, so the only thing that I watched was uh, Love and Hip Hop. Okay. So hold on, hold on. So I watched Love and Hip Hop, but one thing that I'm tired of is this fat-ass bitch. Oh Paris! God. I'm tired of her. Oh my God, she's so extra I'm tired and of thirsty. Her. Like, bitch, like, you know, K made you famous and you oh out here <laughs> speaking bad on her. You would think she would be busy eating, but she's busy being Okay, thirsty. with this okay. bad, built ass oh, bitch. What we won't and do is no, body shame. No, let me tell you. No, let me tell you. I'm very loyal and I ride for mine, so I, I, I ain't taking it back. So, bitch, if I see you on the street, <gasps> I'm going to throw something at you. No, ass. don't do that. <laughs> And I mean that. Well, you know, she's from New York. I don't give a fuck where oh, she's from. No. And you know what? Another thing about I that. You, up, you know, a lot of people be like, oh, I'm from here, bitch. Everybody get their ass whooped wherever, wherever they're from. from. You're so, right. This wherever you're from. But this is yeah, true. bitch, I don't fuck with you. But um, oh, but only thing I'm going to say, though, like with that love and hip hop thing, I don't know if y'all seen it, but um, what's that wait bitch name? Wait a minute, name? wait a minute. Wait what's a minute. the girl that was trying to fuck with Marcus, uh, Brooke, dude? The the one that uh couldn't sing. I Mark, uh, Diamond. Uh, Diamond. Did y'all see Cubic her? Mom, did y'all see her mama pull her wig off? I don't know if y'all. I don't understand it. that shit. Either. But uh, her mama pulled her wig off and tried to hit uh Brooke Valentine. Shit. Not Brooke. Uh, what's her name? Bridget. Bridget. Bridget Kelly. Bridget Kelly. She tried to hit Bridget Kelly with her daughter. You gonna embarrass your daughter and then you missed. You yeah. missed. Yeah. And then both of you bitches falling. Like, I was so confused. You're going to pull your daughter wig off, embarrassing her on TV, and you miss. She's way too old for that. She needs to sit her ass down. Well, well I mean, you listen to the mama's background story. Like, Asia ain't got nothing to do with it. That's what they, they just know what to do for ratings. I'm over it. So, and you think what? it was fake? And guess what? Guess what? I bet the ass is going to be renewed next season. Them two. I mean, she's been there two she's, seasons. Yeah, I was about to say, she's been there a couple of seasons. The mama? Not no, the, the daughter. Not the daughter the, was there last I'm season about, fighting with, uh, uh, what's that girl name? The one that... Re- Tier. Tier. She's not a main yeah. cast yeah. member, but she has Supporting. been Supporting. Yeah, she's been there. Well, they're going to have to do something. To but that, obviously, you see I ain't been watching shit, because that's my only entertainment right now. Clearly. That's true. And that ain't shit. Anything okay. for you two times? Um, Actually, so I'm going to switch to streaming a little bit. I know you talked about streaming, too, so 
Netflix just released a movie called The Kindergarten Teacher recently. Almost with Maggie Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal's uh, sister. Somebody was just talking about that to oh, me. Oh, my God. I watched What's it. What's the name? Let me go and watch the this. The Kindergarten Teacher. It's, put it on your list now. Put it on your list. Maybe okay. it was Michelle. Was it's it's short. It's like an hour and 37 minutes. But it's basically a thriller um, about this kindergarten teacher um, that gets really kind of invested and obsessive with one of her students. Mm. So I'm not going to ruin the story for you or whatever, but it's actually pretty good. Um, you see Maggie Gyllenhaal in a different light. And, um, you know I like when people tell me the story. And well, well, everybody <laughs> Tell me don't everything. Want, I don't want to ruin the movie now. I don't mind. Tell me the whole story. And then another one that I'm watching um, that I just started watching is a series called The Bodyguard. And it's set... Well, Whitney. No, no, no. You know, it's You not. know, it's only one bodyguard I will ever acknowledge. Kevin Costner? Acts of fucking Lully. So, we did that last week. We did last week. You trying to be funny? We did it last week. We had enough. Mm-hmm. Then had enough. Had about enough for you. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, the bodyguard is about, it's set in the United Kingdom. Um, it's about this guy who becomes, um, <laughs> I'm trying not to use the word in the title, but he becomes a bodyguard of a, a high-ranking government official in the United Kingdom. And so he thwarted a te- terrorist attack, and that's how he got the job. So um, it's a series. It's pretty good. Check it out. You know, this, don't, don't, sleep on the, don't sleep on the streaming at all. All right. Don't well, sleep on the streaming. Y'all definitely check that out. Um, listeners, if there's anything in particular you guys are listening to, definitely kind of reach out to us to let us know. But... Um, I'm telling y'all, get on y'all house of cards this week. So yeah, because I need something new. To Hell watch. yeah! All right, you, you so let's move up. on. Give me a shot real quick. Uh, uh, we're taking one? a shot. What are we taking a shot to? Well, I just wanted a shot. Wanted oh, shot. Oh, I didn't oh, think I needed a, a shot reason. for cuz. I'm a grown up. Go. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my. Okay, you fucked up. When you take a shot, you supposed to cheers, it hit it to the to the table. No, and then I don't take got time back. for that. Like you click it and take it no, back. I'm not hitting no. the table. This is real wood. Y'all no. can't be hitting my motherfucking table like that. That mean it wipe off. You know what? Get you bitches some coasters. Oh. So anyway, okay. speaking of fuck ups out here, what we're gonna do now is actually <laughs> move on to our artist of the week. What fuck? Uh, what uh, are we talking oh. about here? Who's fucking up? Okay, well I'm about to get to it. Okay, I'm we'll about get to get to it. it. So actually, most one is gonna go ahead and introduce um, this week's uh, artist of the week. Now I will tell y'all. What you gonna tell us? That this next person may not be as talented as last week's artist of the week, oh. but they were in just as much, if not more, controversy. Can we wait until his career has reached how many years hers had before we? No. Well, you know, she died at an early age. So. She did. She mm, did. She did. But her career died earlier than that. But anyway, our artist of the week this week is Christopher <laughs> Harice Brown. <laughs> hold on one second. Uh-oh. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, I know it's That was that your one this week. Well, was, you gave I, him one last is, week. I did. I did. gave him one I last week. I gave that bitch a pass. Okay. I look to you. You've been touched by an angel. I look to you. She saved you. She did. Go ahead. Uh, okay. I apologize. Okay. B- back on to Maurice. So our artist, of, <laughs> our artist of the week is Christopher Maurice Brown, born Breezy. May fifth. Breezy. What he, he already says that. Nickname Breezy. I don't think that's something. Was he that a yells signature? Out like that. Was that a signature thing? That's not a signature. He yells out Breezy sometimes. Sometimes. Okay, sometimes. what you just did was not a signature. Like, stop. It. I'm not him. Clearly. <laughs> oh, you didn't disrespect him twice. Who? Well, he tried to be Whitney last week, and nobody got his ass for that. I was successful. You were unsuccessful. Y'all better, y'all better listen to that. I think it was about forty-five minutes into the podcast last, last episode. Huh. Check it out. 
All right, so you know, um, this artist is very talented, even though you know Jay Stu kind of talked about some of his controversy. Um, 86 million albums sold worldwide plus singles. Um, Billboard, he has two number ones on Billboard, uh, 14 top 10 in the uh, 100s. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm lying. Don't, don't, hold on, hold on. He got 14 top 10 hits. 14 top 10 hits. He have 90 overall in the 100s. In the top 100s? In the top 100s, on the he have 90. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty dope for an artist, especially yeah. somebody like him, though. Mm-hmm. Um, Was that Shane? Like not, him? Uh, well, I just, well, I say like him, I mean like all the 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 negative media that uh, you okay. get from him. Yeah. Um, so, you know, talking about negative media, um, February 8th, 2009, obviously t- at 12.30 a.m., we're going to be specific. Um, at, the, <laughs> <laughs> at the Grammys, you know, he had that big thing that kind of could have really ruined his career, which did, honestly did ruin his career for a little bit. It absolutely bit, did. Was the uh, mm-hmm. Rihanna fight. I honestly still feel like he didn't. He lost a lot of uh, fans from that. And he gained some back, but not a lot. That was crazy. I could not even believe that picture. Like, I was like, that shit is real. That man beat her ass. He tore her up. I don't want to get into it too much, but one thing I will say is I honestly do feel like she hit him first. Mm-hmm. And That's what they say. He, and, you know, he blacked out. You can't, I don't care if man, woman, or not, you can't hit nobody and think that you can't get hit Th- back. This is what they, they, You can look by that bitch like the things that she do. And, yes. like, that bitch passes out. She does. She's Caribbean. You can't hit nobody and think you're not going to get hit back. Don't do that. You know, I mean, I mean, what this, you mean? Don't what you mean? Don't I'm talking do about that. you like saying she Caribbean, like everybody from the Caribbean. Them island, and them and island girls, people. them island don't girls is crazy don't as hell. That. Them island girls, they know. Well, they probably all not crazy, but she definitely crazy. Are. She that de- we talking about her. She definitely crazy. Well, and she probably hit him first, and he reacted. And you seen the aftermath of the picture. And when you say first, this is what I mean. I mean like uh, repeatedly times before this shit, he just took it and took it and took it, and finally. That's what happened. Or we could just call it what it is. It's We're still going, wrong. It's still wrong. I'm not even saying that. What I'm saying is, I don't care if he if she hit him once, if she hit him multiple times. Let's just focus on the fact that like his beating that he gave her was the one that was publicized. He probably back black the fuck out. We have to go who, off facts. I don't want to go who off as a man. Who as a man? As a man. As facts. The fact was he blacked out. As a man. We don't know that. We're not about to do that. You, you said it was publicized. As a man, what man is going to publicize they got beat up by their girl? It's a lot of Lifetime movies about it. And I'm not saying beat up. I'm not saying beat up. Nobody said that Rihanna beat Chris Brown ass. What I'm saying is, what, what I'm saying is, I'm we trying, don't to, know that. I'm trying we to. We do know that because I'm he said that in an interview. She so hit he him don't first. Lie. You don't lie. Like, it don't matter. Let's not. It don't matter. If he, I'm talking about heard, what he said. I ain't heard Rihanna say she, uh, he hit her. Of course not. She was playing the victim. She was playing her role. <gasps> and oh, okay, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Oh my that, god, that's not but right. I'm, I, maybe I shouldn't have. Listen. But all I'm saying is, I honestly don't feel like that Get he would have. Honestly, don't uh-uh. feel like he would have just passed out and start like. Well, in our Chris know, Brown we has problems. Like, let's let's get, and he probably do have. Just think about it. Problems think, may be short tempered. No, no. no. I, let, let, let's look at, let's kind of look at it when you roll it down. So he bipolar. That, that happened. Stop. Hold on. That happened back in two thousand and nine. Correct. Mm-hmm. Two thousand nine. Okay. So you can explain that. Like, oh, maybe he blacked out. Are we also gonna blame the fact that he like busted out his mother's car windows when he's in rehab? Are we gonna blame that on the blackout? But he we don't into, know the background story. Hold on. Of that, hold on. We also got the situation where he got into. A Drake in a club. He got into it with Frank Ocean in the parking lot. Love like, this nigga also, uh, what, had the whole situation with 
Soldier Boy. Like we can keep sound sitting. like short temper to me. So no. what I'm saying no, is we, no. we cannot keep sitting up here like, oh, he blacked out. Oh, somebody put their hands on your friend. No, who this, hasn't had a but this, is, this motherfucker okay. has a problem. Uh-uh, he has like a DeAndre. fucking problem. Listen, this is a, a lot of times, you know, so like with the celebrity thing, a lot of times, like us as viewers looking at, we don't know the background stories of how situations we started. Absolutely. We, we just see the reactions of Absolutely. people. So we don't know what happened. So we can't really judge these people. No, no, what we can do, we can judge the facts. And the facts is what we know. And the we fact know is that not, he beat her ass. We, we he know, said we know he, he beat said. her ass, but like I said, it goes back to we don't know how it started. Like, I'm not. Why is that relevant? It, 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 it is it very relevant. Why? If, if she if she hitting on him, like no. what is he supposed to no, do? No, 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 no. no. It, 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 does, it doesn't negate. No, the it don't work like that. Because you know what, my mama always told what me. What did Tina tell us? She today? always told me because my my uncle had a situation where my grandma always taught my uncles not to hit women, uh-huh. and my uncles like stood by that. And my mama always told me she a, a girl like took advantage of that and like beat my uncle up because he wouldn't hear her back. And my mama said, if a bitch hits you, you better beat the fuck out of her. Like. That's what it is. Like, don't put your hands on nobody if you don't want, you know, the repercussions of what come with it. Because if you hit me, I don't care if if you a baby, grandma. You know, I almost beat an old bitch up today, too. (gasps) Uh, Today? I sure did. An old lady? But the only thing was I was at work. But the thing is, like, (laughs) you, the the point is, don't put your hands on nobody if you don't want, you know, the repercussions of what come with it. But the point is, we're talking about facts. The fact is, we don't know that she Exactly, we... We don't know. We're so if we're talking solely about the facts, that's the not. Fact, I don't think that start with the. That start with the fact of what you see in the media. That don't mean that's the fact of the situation. The fact. The facts. What I'm talking about mm-hmm. are things that we What's know definitively. One? What we know definitively is that he put his hands on her. What we know definitively are all these other altercations. But that her he story. Her story came out before his. So when he sat down and told his story, he. Mm-hmm. That's something that he said she was hitting him. But but do okay. we? But what we do know is that they were both able to move on from it, and so should we. They were both able to move on from it. Okay, so, we'll give him. He crazy. I'm sticking with that. I mean, he definitely. Crazy. The bitch so, crazy. Mental illness is real. You, okay, so he definitely okay. crazy. I'm not taking that away from him. I'm I just saying. I don't know saying, if it's a mental illness thing or a tourist <laughs> he thing. He is bipolar. No, I know that. I'm just saying, I don't know if it's like, I think it's a tourist thing. So definitely, you know, like I said, one thing we know he crazy, you know, his latest ex-girlfriend, uh, Karuchi, had actually, you cooch, know. Cooch, cooch. Cooch, cooch. You know, she got a restraining order out on him February Wait. the 21st, 2017. And you know, when I think of that, I always think of that, her leaving the club and him kind of like grabbing towards her and mm. like the, her security like pushing him back. So I kind of always remember that picture in my head. Um, but I say that because it, I'm going to say allegedly because I don't know for sure, but he's been arrested over 27 times. You know, all, all the greats got some issues. All the greats. Whitney had a Coke. And so let me, he and so let me, let, well, bitch, you have your Coke too. Like, what? shut up. Coca-Cola. No, no, I meant the cocaine. <laughs> you're not going to keep bringing Whitney in this shit. All right. I don't know nothing about that. So you're that. saying he used a pink. I'm saying a cease and desist letter to your ass. You can do what the fuck you need to do. Right it don't stop from what you do in your bathroom. You got, you got Whitney fucked up. <laughs> I done told your ass. You had your one. Anyway, Ooh, I need to shop for real now. She must be putting money in this right, pocket. Bring it back, bring it back. So, what are <laughs> Jay Stu? What's your five, five top songs from Hold Chris on, Breezy? Bitch, I gotta take my shot. He okay. pissed me take, off. Take, <laughs> take, take it to the head. Take it to the head. You need to call Wendy too and call take Diane Sawyer. Uh uh-uh, uh, re- relax your mind. Okay. 
All right, what's your top five <laughs> from Chris Breezy? The facts. Are we done talking shit about him? We, we, we done. I mean, unless I got some more shit I to say, say this, about him. Before we give our top five uh, on Chris Brown, yes. at the end of the day, I think he has a lot of personal issues. I do believe from a health standpoint, I've always believed that Chris Brown is definitely somebody that could benefit from some professional help. I say all that with the caveat that he is talented as fuck. I think he can absolutely go down in history, hands down, one of the more talented artists of our generation he that will. we've seen. Mm-hmm. So not will he could. Y'all, they, they they said he's the Michael Jackson of our generation. But, yeah, like he, he but like, I think like, like, all the stuff take that away from him. All the he's, stuff he's, we just talked about kind of takes away from his legacy. No, it don't. I don't. Everybody, I, I think everybody, it got, does. everybody got everybody got issues. I personally everybody got though. issues, but the, the I was you know y'all was going hard on him about the, even just based on that Rihanna situation. Yeah, and and. Most people in the world, he lost a lot of fans over that. Sure. So but I let me mean, tell you something. I guarantee you, I'm not even. Well, I was about to say I'm not his number one fan, but he's definitely in my top probably favorite artist somewhere in there for his music itself. Chris Brown's music will absolutely still be being played in the next 20 years, even if he's not making music. Um, like that legacy will go on. Like I, you cannot, debatable. You cannot take away from that man's talent and what it is that debatable. he puts out there. No, it's not. Debatable. I, I we still so. rock it. I, when his shit come on the shuffle from fucking his first album, second album, it's still goes. Okay, it's about okay us, but like the thing with because you mentioned Michael Jackson, kids today, kids today know Michael Jackson. He's yep. been dead. Kids today, I feel like are not gonna know Chris Brown. Like you don't think he's made that much of an impact from a music standpoint that we're not gonna know him to yet. us, but not to our the younger kids generation. Oh, the younger generation, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I'll give you that. But but that's what we're talking about. I disagree. About. I think I think his music. I, I think his music will absolutely last. He does have a large long. body of work, but every feature, mm, every, every feature that man gets on, he kills it. Kills yeah, it, kills I it, think he's it. very talented, but like I said, the younger generation, I don't think, like, if he stopped making music today, nobody would know his music. I think he's remained relevant. When he released now. that long-ass album, Heartbreak on a Full Moon, and, and which was you, great, because I played from was, top that, to bottom to good. the end. It, it, it was I started great. from the beginning to the end, but kids today, like, they wouldn't know nothing like that. It wasn't... What kids you talking? How old are these kids? I mean, kids younger than you. Now, I think what he's saying is that, like, obviously, like, we were children when Whitney Houston was, like... Big. big. We grew like, up on her. her. No, but we didn't know. Like, technically, she kind of hit her prime early on, but her oh, yeah. legacy, obviously, would go along. Sean's saying that, or most one is saying at this point kids that are born today or that's growing up today, they may not necessarily know Chris Brown's music in the next 20 If he years. stopped today. If he stopped today, the mu- the legacy that he has now, it would not be memorable. Music has changed. I, I, I think it, be, it, it depends on Chris the parents. Got, Chris got some bangers. He like, got bangers he got to us. Bangers. He got bangers no, to no, us. No, 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 no. But think, think back. Think about the old school that you actually like. Your parents put you on. Yeah, I mean my parents uh, put me on yeah, some but shit, music is and different. I still bang music, that shit today. But That's music is different, and I won't even it's lie. Different. Even his music is not made like. I don't care. Like maybe because the time I was born, '90s music is still what I listen to. That today. was like sure. one of the best eras. But nobody right. makes music like that anymore. Oh, they're trying to some people but very sparingly, don't. but no, that was a great era of music, and that's always going to be remembered as one probably the best ones for me. Well, we'll say this: uh, outside of his talent, uh, I will go ahead and give y'all. We normally do a top three for the artists of the week, um, because Chris's catalog is so phenomenal, so, so great. Uh, which kind of goes to my point. <laughs> we actually <laughs> decided to do a top five for Chris Brown this week, so I'll actually go ahead and kick mine off. Um, it's very, very difficult. It's very, very difficult. I think it's a lot of fucking Chris Brown songs. There are. 
Uh, so these are not in any particular order. So I have Tell Somebody it's on a future album. Uh, I Want to Be, that's on an exclusive album. Beg For It, that's on Fame. It is on my sex playlist mm. as well, if anybody was curious. Mm. To My Bed, Heartbreak on a Full Moon, one of my new love favorites it. by him, mm-hmm. also on my sex playlist. Uh, so I love New Flame on X. But the reason really? why the reason why I love it is not because of Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. I actually like it because Usher like eats him the fuck up on there. Like as talented as Chris Brown is, like I always find it funny when people have somebody else feature on their song and, and that person who features it like eats them the fuck up. So that song will always stand out for me for that. So don't do that. So at the end of the day, that's kind of where we are with that. So those are definitely my top five. What you got most wanted? Um, my top five wet the bed, wet the bed. Mm. Um, also on my sex playlist. It's definitely on the sex playlist. <laughs> um, sex playlist is real, y'all. Get it y'all is copy. Real. Um, mm. run it, cause I'm a, I'm gonna take it back. So run it. I'm gonna do yo. Um, tempo. That's kind of newer. Uh, that's so tempo. And uh, okay, this last one should is. In Chris Brown, but I guess I'm kind of maybe I shouldn't pick it, but I don't give a fuck I am. So either way, that's what K Michelle featuring <laughs> Chris Brown. I don't give a fuck. Like it, like that goes hard. Um, and it don't it's get bop. recognition. It's, it's a, a bop. bop. It's a bop. It's a bop. Um, and that's my top five. Okay. What about you, two Tom? Um, I got I'll call you. Oh, from exclusive. That was a really good song. I liked it a lot. Um, give us a piece. Like this. Give us a piece. The last worst song uh-uh. on that fucking album. You don't like that? Down and I'll call you. I actually normally skip on, the, on that album. Well, we already went over yours. We're going over mine now. So. Uh, I know that's right. Let them know. I've been Let checked. No time is up. I've been checked. Time is up. Okay. Uh, number four on the countdown. Uh, <laughs> yesterday, um, it was on a Dirty Money album featuring Chris Brown. I love that fucking song. It's a great song if you have never heard it before. Um, I, I'm a fan of his features. So, um, All Eyes on You. Meek Mill featuring actually uh, Nicki Minaj. Yeah, that song went through shit. the whole fucking yeah. summer. That summer it came out. Definitely. I agree with that. It went great. Um, damn. I'm going to do an honorable mention of this. Even that was on okay. Heartbreak and a Full yeah, Moon. I can see Heartbreak that. on a Full Moon. Um, Damage, which was produced by the Rummers on Exclusive. That was a good one. And yeah, then I got to give my honorable mention, Love You Better uh, with Justin Combs. That, that I actually song, like I love your that little song. list. Oh, I do like Love You Better. Yeah. I forgot about that. That song goes. It, it's amazing. So, yeah. That's what I got, guys. I like your list. Mm-hmm. So, Chris Brown, uh, we salute you. Um, I give you a hard time because your personal life is trash. But as an artist, like, shout out to you mm. for just continue to provide us with great music. He's on a journey. Let him go on his journey. Child, he needs to go somewhere. All right. Uh, all right, cool. So, we're going to move on from Artist of the Week and two times. You got some interesting stuff to talk about with white privilege this week? White privilege is a term for the ways that society benefits white people. White people. Yeah, like in the spirit, you know, Halloween is actually gonna tomorrow. be tomorrow. What? Well, when they listen to this, it'd be they'll yesterday, be listening to be but yesterday. It's okay. It's right. saying, mm. You know, Halloween's coming up, whatever. So, um, you know, this is the time when people dress up like hoes, pimps, <laughs> hookers, and hoes, superheroes, <laughs> bitches, and the hoes be trying to be less of a hoe, and the, the closet hoes be coming out. You know what I'm saying with they with their little costumes and shit like that. But it's also a time when people think they can wear a black face. Mm. Black motherfucking face. Okay? Black face. So, y'all, uh, I don't know if y'all watch the news or whatever, but I hope y'all do. Um, what's that girl name? 
Kelly. Oh, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Her ass. You know, I. Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly. Thank you. That's her. So, Megan Kelly. <laughs> Megan Kelly said an interesting quote on her show on NBC. Um, but what is racist? Because you do get in trouble if you're a white person who puts on blackface on Halloween or a black person who puts on whiteface for Halloween. I don't know many black people that's put on whiteface for Halloween, but that's just me. Uh, no, no, not no, necessarily no. for Halloween, but throughout, like, black people put on whiteface a, a lot. It happens that even for Halloween, you got to think about it. You know one thing that I've seen a couple of times this year was white chicks. Yeah. Uh, I've seen white chicks with, like, three different Oh, they actually people, had that one video were, that was trending. And but they that were, was and a they movie. Were, Still whiteface. White it's still whiteface. Okay. Well, Tropic Thunder. Ben, what's that boy named Ben Stiller? He yep. was he was in blackface. He absolutely was. And people love that fucking. So do movie. you think it, do you think it's acceptable for black people to be able to put on whiteface in the art of Halloween or some sort of costume, but not acceptable for white people to put on blackface in the same sense? I don't think. Okay, let me explain my restaurant. I don't think that it is either way, but it's more wrong for me. For a blackface because of the historical context behind it. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this dates back to the 19th century, a couple hundred years ago, mm-hmm. when they were portraying us as fucking clowns. You know, they mm-hmm. got the black makeup on, the big ass lips, makeup. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, well, let's give the full story. I mean, they also also use blackface for actual just like theater and actually just like whenever they wanted to kind of portray an actor or actress and they weren't comfortable or did not want to cast a black person. So just playing devil's advocate, we have to be completely fair. It wasn't always an exaggerated like stance. But for that time period, okay, I can can halfway get there because that's where we were. Mm -hmm. But today, like there's enough enough anecdotal shit that's out there, enough historical data to know that this shit is fucking wrong. If you mm-hmm. want to be a black person for Halloween, for me, mm-hmm. you don't need to put, you don't on, need black to put on, on black makeup. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Put on your costume. Tell me who you are. Uh, you, maybe you just need to buy a better motherfucking costume because blackface is a motherfucking cop really out for Union me. did a really good job. She was Gwen Stefani and she didn't like she do any kind of... Exactly. She did not like... Take notes. And looking at her, you knew exactly who, who she, she was. was. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So... Um, you know, she got fired as a result of those she those did. quotes and shit on mm-hmm. there. And actually, there was a poll that came out that um, a large percent of people in the country think that they were a little too harsh on her for that. But Okay, so I will... Maybe... I don't think she should have been fired. But... Huh. I, because I think she honestly was just ignorant to the history of blackface. But is she ignorant... They got a whole staff that of bitch people. Want, that bitch want ignorant. That's how she felt. NBC is a huge That's network. That's how she felt. But what? What's something? She said something about you know when I was growing up that you know this was we dressed like that all the time. Bitch, mm. you was born in the forties when we still had them. Uh, oh, I don't think she was that color. Color. I'm just saying, bitch. Like she, she close to it. So you think it was? She just, close you to think it. it was justified for her to be fired two times? In this time period, yes, I think that because of the rate of social media and where we are as as a as a um, on stances like that, they almost fucking have to. So I have a question, and this is once again me kind of playing devil's advocate. Where is this line of freedom of speech, and when is it okay to be used? Because what I'm getting, if I'm being completely honest. Do not get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Do not get me wrong. Shout out to my blacks out there. You know, I, mm-hmm. I love y'all, especially black, in February. You, you love the blacks? Mm-hmm. I do. Just like Donald Trump, he loves the blacks. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so what I will say is we kind of fight for these freedoms and these things mm-hmm. that we want. But what I notice is we only really want them when they work in our favor. It's the moment they're used against us, 
you're this big issue. How old so is, is how old is that document that said freedom of speech? How old is that? Okay, so they're the problem. That should have been updated. Uh, if, y'all, if y'all feel like they're the problem. At the end of the day, it's, it's a freedom of speech. That's literally one of the like core values that America kind of runs on. I get it. On. I get I it. But everything that we say we stand for as a, as a country, mm-hmm. being a, a melting pot, if you will, mm-hmm. having a lot of diverse cultures, mm-hmm. people fucking go through so much shit to fucking come over here. I had an employee mm-hmm. that fucking came over here and you know did the legal thing once he got over here. But there were some struggles that people go through to get sure. it. They want to be here. And we're going to say that because it was written in our Constitution mm-hmm. when so what, do you, you want to get rid of freedom of speech? Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying that, but you. Got, I'm asking. It, we should not have. We should not have hate tied to that. Um. So look, that's, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go what back. you're doing is censoring the freedom of speech. Either you want it or you don't want it. If you have it, you have to allow people. Even if you do not agree with what they're saying, you still have to allow people to say what the fuck they want to say. You should have freedom of speech. You should have some knowledge and some, and, and you should be cognizant. You should be uh, knowledgeable on what the fuck you're talking about. It's not for us to it dictate what people can say during freedom of speech. Is my point. It's just so like, it's just like freedom if somebody, speech, call, if somebody don't need to call you mm. color today, like that shit is so fucking what? It, it's stupid. But at the end of the day, like, I, do I want them to necessarily like lose their job over it or whatever? Depending in the context of where it is, for me, it's just kind of like. Work at HR. Somebody so, go to somebody and call somebody p- colored. You not gonna reprimand them. So, at work, I would reprimand them because that what that does Good is job. it puts it in a different. Yeah, it puts it in a different situation. Yeah. And bitch, stop talking. You every fucking episode you done said I work in HR. They get it. Shut the fuck up. I'm so look, saying, I'm gonna go back tell, to. Bitch. I'm gonna go back to. <laughs> they not supposed to be. I'm gonna go to. back to the black faces because yeah. you know okay. we. Did this because of the whole Halloween thing. Right. I think What's it stems around like appreciate. I said appreciation, appropriation, and mm. okay. So the, the reason why I said what was what was the girl name who did um the um the um the girl off of Orange Is New Black. I don't know that. Which Julian Huff. Okay. So I think that goes back to uh, appreciation and appropriation. So that definitely was should have been appreciation thing. You didn't have to paint your face black. No. To show, you know, because you know, I think she had made a statement about, like, you know, I love her, what she stands for, her character, and things like that. That's mm-hmm. a, a appreciation thing. Okay. So a lot of, and I, I, I say that because the girl, um, what's her name, Megan, what's her Megan name, Kelly. Megan Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly feel like she don't understand the background of where the blackface came from. I, I really do feel like she. Um, was kind of ignorant to the 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 history of that. As a media professional, I feel like I'm not a media professional, but as she's being a but fucking if, broadcast journalist, she should fucking know. And she should. She should know. And somebody on her team. I mean, this shit just did just fucking organically came through. And you know, I shit. agree with that. Nobody because fucking cut the mics. Nobody did nothing. I agree with that because, but if you look at that episode, like at the beginning when she introduced, like this is what we're gonna be talking about today. Like she, she was very confident in, in like how she, she felt. Let, let's be. give she me one. Let's give me one hundred because I think what we're doing is kind of diluting the reality of the situation with Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly was very well aware of it. She doesn't give a fuck. No. Am I thinking? Am I? Do not give me wrong. I, don't I am think she not necessarily not give a fuck. But when you when somebody like her see like black people like um putting on white faces like that's and, and that's one of the statements she made like they they can do this but when we do this you know it's a bigger issue so i mean i kind of understand what you're saying but like i said like I understand as a journalist or whatever you want to call her, like she should have kind of researched and been a little bit more aware of the shit that she was about to get into. 
So she I mean, had to have been made comfortable to feel that way that she could just go on. She there was and say comfortable because, and saying. I and I think that go back to the ignorance of her not knowing like the history ignorant. of blackface. It, it, that's, just, that's just like if Ann Coulter, all the bullshit that oh, comes yes. out of her fucking mouth, mm-hmm. that bitch is ignorant. This is the, this is the things that they feel, and a lot of times they kind of have programs and they have these networks and other things that will kind of back them up and allow them to say this shit. And the only thing is with Megan Kelly, she just didn't have that backup this time. But she wasn't at Fox. I feel she like she wasn't now, able to just get a slap on the wrist and go right. about her business. Like, that bitch knew what the fuck she was saying. But I feel like now people are more cautious of the things they do because people losing their job every day about, Absolutely. like, sexuality, things that they say about that, things yes. they say about race, things like that. You know so I honestly world, feel like she was ignorant to that. The funny, world is definitely funny, oversensitive. It's you, definitely oversensitive. Depending on where you work, if you would have posted a blackface picture, you might have got fired. Yep. I mean, I agree because so, I, I kind of related to. And like, is that fair? Because let's keep it 100. If we were to post a white face picture for Halloween, we would not lose our who jobs. Who is beating down the doors to be white? But it's no if history. It's no history behind black people and that, like, the, it's actually history behind blackface. Yeah, no, I 10,000% get that. I 10,000% get that. So my thing is. If we feel, based off that history, we feel like it's wrong, and this is the reason that it's wrong, why should it not be the same across the board? I mean, that's just like saying, you can say nigga and I can't. I don't believe, I I, I absolutely don't believe that. If okay, we have a problem me. if we have a problem with white people saying it, we need we to should, stop uh, saying the fucking word. I've always felt like that. Don't be mad because we kind of put something out there in the atmosphere, but like, oh no, it's only for us. No, chill with that shit. Once you put it out there, it's kind of fair game in my opinion. You better not call me no nigga. Nigga. For sure. No, I mean, oh, but well, you know, well, you, know you got all that melanin over there, so right. That's you know. exactly. You know, you Gucci. I'm like with your with Gucci. your pink pigment skin. You better not call me no nigga. Okay. So don't say so. Pink so, pigment. so, Jace, J- Jace, dude, let, let me ask you the question directly. What's up? You think what is your stance on blackface, whiteface? You think it's okay or it's not okay? Final thoughts. I would say if you're doing it in a offensive manner, then it's not okay. And because you cannot necessarily dictate who's going to be offended by something, you should always... Okay, well, bitch, let me answer. Because you cannot dictate who's (laughs) going to be offended by something, you should just go ahead and not do it at all. I always try to tell people, like, with a dress code situation, if you Mm. have to question, Mm. is this appropriate, you should probably just not wear it at all. Mm, For sure. So that would be my stance on that. Like, if you have to question if this is going to be offensive to somebody, you just shouldn't do it. But if they don't question it, they should just go ahead and go with it. Go with it. Sure. Okay. I do agree that any if you if when you do things like that if you feel if if you think about it if anybody's gonna be offended to it don't do it yep don't if do you it. had a friend your friend was white and they showed up to a costume party blackface what are you doing what are you gonna do I mean it's a conversation that needs to be had but like I said if you when you do things like that if you feel like when you think about it like oh this person might if one person might be offended by it don't do it. It's just like sexual harassment. You can be talking to somebody else, but if somebody overhear it, mm-hmm. like that's still considered sexual sure harassment. The fuck is. I don't think it. I I don't care who. I, I I think it's you just shouldn't do it. I don't think it's a whole conversation about who's gonna be offended about it or not. Well, it's when silly. I say conversation, I mean to yourself. You need to I'm, talk to I'm, yourself. Yeah, first. that's what I'm saying. Too. I think it's just silly as hell. Like you can still dress up as somebody and be your own skin color. Exactly. That's what it be your own skin color. And that goes back to appreciation, appropriation. 
Well, let me tell you, I would be Megan Kelly because uh, I, I I need to work on my filters. Some I say shit sometimes. I mean, I think honestly, said, in my opinion, where she kind of fucked herself with, and I, I believe this with a lot yeah. of people, she just shouldn't have fucking apologized. Like either my thing is because she I'm apologized a fir- the wrong I'm way. A firm fucking believer. Mm-hmm. Say what you mean and mean, mean what it. the fuck you say. Yeah. Like at the end of the day. I, it came out of my mouth, right, wrong, or indifferent. I'm going to stand by what the fuck I said and then move the fuck on. Yeah. So when okay. you kind of come in, you give this half-assed apology, people aren't fucking with it. So um, I think my takeaway for this, for the white privilege thing, is um, if you have to question if this is going to be offensive, it's something that you just should not do. Yeah, and I, I will also I say it should be on both sides of the aisle. Black people, if you feel like you dressing a certain way or doing something could possibly offend somebody, because regardless, we can all be pro-black, but we also... I will get some backlash for this. I don't really you care. Will. We all have Caucasians that are in our lives that we may or may not be close to. And for those those of us who are friends with people who are white, like we also have to just kind of be cognitive that like they don't know. Yeah. Sometimes they really just don't know. Yeah. So I'll um so we need to educate. That. So mm-hmm. okay. Good job. Education. It is what it is. Um so guys, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up with probably my favorite segment, which is going to be situations. And uh, this one's uh, kind of interesting. I've unfortunately been in this situation a time or two that we're also presenting. So mm. this week we are going to talk about, I decided that I'm going to use the default name of Brandon whenever I'm kind of talking about a guy. So this is not a real Brandon, by the way, but whatever the case is. So I know somebody named Brandon. Brandon's been in a <laughs> Brandon's been in a relationship, y'all, for nine months. Him and his girl are definitely going strong. Mm-hmm. They uh talking about moving in together. This is kind of where they're at. Okay. Brandon has a female best friend that he's been friends with for about 10 years, so since high school. Ooh. The female best friend and his girlfriend do not get along. And it's now getting to the point where the girlfriend is pretty much like, hey, if we're going to move forward, I'm almost at the point where I don't want her around. They constantly get into it. It's that thing. What should Brandon do? Um, first two of time. all, oh, go oh, oh, go ahead, two times. Oh, you jumping in? Go ahead, jump well, in. Well, look, that's what I'm gonna say. A ten year friendship, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ten years, nine that, months. Yeah, you yeah. you just can't do that. So, and I actually I've experienced like one of my best friends is a female, and she actually had um, situations where she had some guys that she was in a relationship with that was like felt uncomfortable about our relationship because I'm a guy, she's a female. And she, I remember her flat out telling me like, hey, I got into it with them and you know, and this is exactly what she said. She's like, he was here before you, he gonna mm-hmm. be here after you. Mm-hmm. So, and that's basically like how she broke it down to them. Mm-hmm. Wow. So Two times? Uh, damn, I'm just trying to, to process that. That's, he was that's here what before she you, said. be here after you. And that's what she said. Wow. Um, so for me, it, it depends on a couple different factors. Mm-hmm. Um, have you slept together? Have you been involved in a relationship? Are you talking about the, the best friends? Yeah, the best like, friends. Like, is there some kind of romantic? Yeah. Okay. Because that changes the entire dynamic. For me, there's no thought yeah. about that. There's like, no, mm-mm. You can do without that. So if or there has been any kind of overlap, it's like mm, I'm not. You're not really comfortable with that. No, because you know we've all done it. You think about like, okay, you start reminiscing, you get in a situation, and then before you know it, you close off and you fucking somebody like that. I mean, let's just be let's just be real. Does it change it. for you most wanted if they are married? Like at this point, it's no longer just a boyfriend girlfriend relationship. Like, Hold on, what what position am I playing? You're, you're the guy. So let's say you're the guy. You are now married. And your spouse has a problem with your best friend. This is no longer just somebody you're dating. You, you're actually married. 
My spouse have a problem with my best friend. And vice versa. They do not like each other. And your spouse is like, I don't want them around anymore. Oh, you know what? I actually had this situation. So my one of my best friends actually did not get along with my ex. Well, at oh. that time they were together, you know, we was together. Mm-hmm. Um and honestly, I'm gonna be truthful. One thing that I noticed is I kind of pulled back from my best friend mm-hmm. because it was like I think that's the reality. I think a lot of people do that when they're in the relationships. They yeah, do it was it like anyway. this is somebody I'm with every single day. Like, Regardless. I mean, this is somebody this, I'm having to deal with this shit right now. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's I guess because that's what I went through. I pulled back from my best friend a little bit. Okay, so I will say this. Um, Can I say something? Let me say something. Oh, of course, two times. So my 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 thing is on this. In a marriage situation, why, you know, I should have known to what extent you guys were close and you guys were friends prior to. I shouldn't be finding out little bits and pieces as we come along because that, it, it, you got to be upfront with shit. No, you know they, and they very well could have been. Like, sometimes the, those individuals just do not get along. But that's where the friend, the whoever's a friend of the person, I feel like they need to set expectations and boundaries. Yeah. Like, look, you need to not... Get into it with my significant other, my spouse. This is my wife. This is my husband, whatever. This is totally different. I this agree. is something that you do not enter in. Even as a friend, as a friend mm-hmm. to somebody who's married, that is totally different shit that you're not even involved in. Mm-hmm. They are married. Marriage is a covenant that people go into with each other, you know, before God, before whoever they worship, whatever. Does that come before your mama? And, and, yeah. And it comes before, it, honestly, it comes before shit. Before your the, mama. Before, okay, before the mama. But, <laughs> Child before cat cat? Before, before Tina, she ain't gonna like that. Tina too. All, all, all I'm saying is marriage as a whole different level of complexity, but relationships, there's boundaries. Like I think as a friend, if you should not be getting into it with your with your your friends as um, significant others at all, like like that's fucking disrespectful. It's not your business. Yeah, I feel like there's just respect of like the common person. So like if you mm-hmm. didn't mean like. I respect my friends, so I have to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, that that partner, whatever, I like, I respect my partner, so I have mm-hmm. to deal with this person. Like, you can is, have an opinion, but bring it up to your friend, yeah. not to that person. Don't get into it with them. Yeah. Because you don't, you don't know them like that. And even if you do, that's still a messy situation. Like, don't fucking intrude and infringe upon a relationship, a marriage that is that you are not inside of that. You didn't marry them. Well, I'll say this. I'll say this. Um, most one that was kind of going in the direction where I think I'll kind of stand. At the end of the day, Brandon and I kind of told you this. Um, pull yourself out of it completely mm. because at the end of the day, your relationship shouldn't have shit to do with your best friend. And if they both have the love and respect for you that they're supposed to on They'll the level it. that you're on, mm-hmm. like they would know that whenever they are going to have to be in the common space, that that respect should trump whatever bullshit that they have going on. Like, they don't need to have a relationship with one another. Mm -hmm. They just need to make sure that they're maintaining the respectful relationship with you. So that's kind of my stance on it. I also think that you need to be very careful in these situations if you are playing the significant other or the friend. Because a lot of time in those situations, you feel like, oh, I have the power. I've known this nigga for 10 years. Like, there's no way in the world How long they're going to pick them? this person over me. <laughs> so, they kind of, friends kind of always try to pull off that. Like, I know I'm going to be, like you said, I know I'm going to be here before and after you. Friends will try to do that. But you got the significant other like, well, I'm the one fucking them. I'm the one mm. doing this. We're laying up together, so I know they're going to pick my side. Stop trying to put the, mm. the power in the pussy or the power in y'all in friendship. friendship. Like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, have enough respect 
for that common person and you do not bring all the drama and the bullshit. You can express your concerns that you may have about that individual, but you do it respectfully. You do it the one time. Yeah. You do not need that every time you get around your friend, you're dogging out their significant other. You, or every time you laying up with your nigga or your girl, you sitting there talking shit about their best friend. Or if they text or call, you rolling your eyes. Grow the fuck up. Go in the other room if you cannot stand to be around that. Or if y'all all in the same room, you know, be like, remember that one time? All these anecdotes. That's that, oh, that's no, disrespectful. That's disrespectful. Disrespectful yeah, as yeah. hell. You remember that's that one time we we went to the movies and no. Yeah. Mm-mm. And that's just people like kind of being paid. And that's so. how, I about to say that it's a motive behind stuff it like that. Definitely always. is. Cause she like, I don't remember that one time she wasn't there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So um that's definitely my kind of advice for Brandon. So if y'all have anything that y'all want to add to that or tell Brandon, definitely reach out to us at Take a Shot Pod uh on Instagram. And you can also reach out to us on Facebook, which is gonna be Take a Shot to this podcast. Jay Stu, who are you taking a shot to or at this week? Um, so I'm actually very excited to take a shot to... I've been taking a lot of shots to people. I'm going to have to shoot at somebody next week. But a lot of celebratory is going around. But this one this week is going to my mentor, my good friend, Tarika. I'm so, so, so proud of her. Tarika passed her PHR. Hey, congrats, babe. People who do not know that, that is the Professional Human Resources uh, Certificate. Yes. Um, That is one of the hardest. I'm not just saying that because that's the profession that I'm in as two times as pointed out a billion times. But that really (laughs) is one of the hardest certifications to get. And she passed it on her first time, which I think statistics say only like 38% of the people do that. Oh, wow. So I'm very, 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 very proud of you. We are definitely going to celebrate and turn up this weekend. Um, And I'm also excited for what these chicks is about to be looking like. Oh, so you get a raise for that. Oh, she about to get paid. So your house won't get trips on you. She about to get paid. Where we going? I don't, we going to figure it out soon, but... Nonetheless, my shot is going to you. So much love to you. Shots up and uh, can't wait. This can't wait for the party, Tariqa. When you have your are we taking a shot, Tariq? Hold on, let's take a shot. He my just bad. took his. Already. He took it without us. Come on, two times. That was warm. Mm-hmm. Talking about my damn table. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, so my take a shot too <laughs> this week is. I'm going to take a shot to y'all this week. I don't know if y'all listened to that last episode, but I was fucked up last week. Mm-hmm. I actually told my, like, not mm-hmm. even told myself. I'm not even listening to the last week episode because I was so embarrassed because I was literally mm-hmm. fucked up. I'm going to just be honest with y'all. Like, so don't hold nothing against me. Um, so I'm going to take a <laughs> shot to, you know, my um, co-host of uh, Take a Shot to This. You pull, thank it, you. You pull it together. You push through, though. No, no, well, no, 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 no. We're not, we're not going to justify the shit. You weren't uh, fucked up. It's well, not justifying. He was okay. fucked up, but he did better than we thought he did. Well, thank you, because I honestly yeah. don't remember anything that we talked about last week. You besides savage. the stuff that I heard. You drunk bitch. <gasps> <gasps> uh, oh, Forgiveness. Oh, okay. Growth is a good thing. So, Tom, who are you taking a shot to or at this week? I'm taking a shot to two people this week. Okay. Um, Jeremiah and Ty Dolla Sign for releasing oh, that damn Yes. Album. My Ty. Yes. That shit. I haven't heard it yet, oh, but I heard great It's things. a bop. It, it's good. It it's some, a bop. It has some good samples on it. And if you don't know who Ty Dolla Sign is, shame on you. This man has a good body of work. This, this nigga is good. So, I, I will say this. I'm not a huge Ty Dolla Sign fan because I don't follow his body of work. But I am. this project with him and Jeremiah definitely has me wanting to go back. Yes. And uh, take a listen to it. So and also ready for more. You know what I'm saying? These, these little collabo albums are like like remember uh, 2088 with Janae Aiko and Sean. I didn't, Sean. I didn't listen to that one. That was a good one. I'm still waiting on the next one. Listen, y'all really need good. to make sure that if y'all go listen to this my tie that he's talking about surroundings featuring our artist of the week, Chris Brown, a bop. Mm. Bloop bloop. What is bop. A, what is a bop? I don't know. 
like, so like I heard it somebody on did um, say about, somebody asked me that on the, on about, the page. Um, I heard it on um, Insecure, and I think it just mean like, oh, like it's a vibe, it's a good thing, it's a bop, like it, that's the shit, it's a bop, it's a bop. It's, I'm gonna make up a dance it's to it. It's not sticking. It's, it's a bop. Sticking. I don't like it. Fetch isn't gonna work, Gretchen. <laughs> I don't think you know what you're talking about. Is, is this, is you this said girlfriends? You had... Wow. What is this reference? No, huh. mean girl, you dumbass. Uh, I'm dumb because I didn't see that stupid ass movie. We have gotten to the end of the fourth episode of Take a hey, Shot to This Podcast. We are month in. We are. Congrats, Four ways. Guys. So um, we um, appreciate you guys for coming in and just listening. supporting, listening, sharing. We just ask that you continue. You work with us. We're still in the beginning stages. Yes. We definitely have a lot of good things coming for you guys in the future. So just stay tuned. And thank you so much for listening this week. Yeah, keep engaging with appreciate us, guys. It. Keep sharing. You know, hit that fucking subscribe button. This bitch literally reiterated. I did not. I said hit that subscribe button. That's something you did not say. All right. Thanks for having me. Uh-huh. I don't need you to thank me. I need your gratitude. Okay. You All can, right. Appreciate like, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Cut that hoe, DJ. <laughs>